electric shock at SEMA. SEMA is all about outlandish customization and yeehaw V8s. So why the electric interlopers? I'm Shazad Sheikh, aka the Brown Car Guy, and you can find me on all channels by searching hashtag Brown Car Guy. And here's what I think. Beginning of the end or lighting up a new future. Motor shows are verging on extinction, and there may be several reasons for this. Looking back on the decline over the years, I could add a stretch, and by that I mean of elastigo proportions, claim it coincided with manufacturers countering to the necessary demands of our environmentally besieged times, and sidelining sexy beasts in favor of showcasing insipidly worthy green machines plugged into pretend totem poles of power. Electric power, that is. Yep, I've just blanket blamed boring electric cars for the death of motor shows, with two provisos. Motor shows aren't quite dead yet, and could be saved with a bit of reimagining, I reckon, but that's a discussion for another time. And electric cars are, well, getting perhaps a little less boring. Take, for example, the electric invasion of the recent SEMA show, which is a bastion of ballistic boots sporting superchargers so large no bonnet can contain them, an outlandish customization that ranges from freaky to fabulous. Before going any further, I will state my reservations about allowing EVs into this thunderdome of hedonistic automotive excess and potentially planting the seeds of a virus that might dodo the whole event. So SEMA beware, check yourself, don't wreck yourself. And that's before I get into the great internal turmoil and auto-emotional conflict raised within this paid-up petrol head at beholding the two EV stars of this year's Speciality Equipment Market Association show, that's actually what SEMA stands for, both from major players and both admittedly, annoyingly, beautifully executed. Ford teamed up with Webasto. Doesn't that sound like a loft insulation company or something? Anyway, they created the, the, the Mustang Lithium, and what a piece of eye candy it is. A one-inch lowered stance, 20-inch staggered fitting forged alloy wheels, custom carbon fiber body components, including side splitters, rear diffuser, and a bonnet with, get this, see-through polycarbonate windows. It's got a track handling pack, strut tower brace, Brembo six-piston brakes from the Shelby GT350R, and of course all of that is necessary to harness 900 brake horsepower and 1,000 pounds foot of torque, which probably endows it with a top speed of, are you effing me, and a zero to 60 miles per hour acceleration time of, what just happened? And best of all, it manages all that torque through a drag-modified GetRag MT82 six-speed manual transmission with billet internals to cope with the extra forces. How cool is that? Sold? Well, hold your horses, or in this case, ponies. Firstly, this is a one-off show car, so you can't have it. And secondly, you don't put petrol in behind that filler cap on the left rear flank, because there's no V8 under this bonnet or under those bonnet windows. In fact, look closely, and as you've perhaps already surmised from the lithium part of the name, clever you, you'll find a five power dual core electric motor and dual power inverters fed by an 800 volt Wabasto battery. 
you have to plug into what's behind that filler cap from one of those aforementioned totem poles. Eek! And what's more, eek! how the heck do they get a manual to work with this setup? Surely the whole thing about electric power is that it doesn't need ratios. How do you manage the torque delivery from an electric motor to simulate racing up through the gears? Okay, say they have figured it out. But then how does a driver know when to change up if there's no ice sound? And, and by that I mean internal combustion engine, not in-car entertainment. Although the latter kind of ice, that's the in-car entertainment, might be the answer as it appears to be for the next electrifying show car. Now Chevrolet took a 1962 C10 pickup truck, butchered up a Bolt EV and squeezed the bits into the front lining the truck bed with batteries, sublimely hot-rodded the heck out of it, called it the E10, you see what they did there, C10, E10, and then presented basically a 450 brake horsepower EV classic truck capable of 0 to 60 miles per hour in 5 seconds and the quarter mile in 13. Most interestingly of all, the E10 has a sound emulator utilizing three speakers to simulate an induction sound in the front and a V8 engine in the back. And you can actually choose between, say, an LS7 Z28 Camaro track or touring engine noises, uh, a regular V8 accompaniment, or a futuristic sound. I wonder what that is. Could it be like when Kit used to go into silent mode, Kit being you know, from Knight Rider, of course. Or you could just turn the whole thing off. Now, the sounds are actually programmed to react to gear changes from the conventional torque converter automatic that's fitted. Gear changes, but, but, oh, never mind. To be fair, I sold the power source a, a, a little short because there's more to it than that. And again, this Chevy, whilst it's not going into any form of production, of course, it's a showcase for a potential connect and cruise system uh, that might be available in the future, dubbed E-Crate. Basically, electric crate motors, uh, just like Chevrolet would currently sell you a V8 petrol crate motor. The system previews what might one day be offered as an off-the-shelf solution for an EV drive system to install into resto mods and hot rods. So, isn't electric power awesome then? Well, I could see myself being tempted by that Mustang, and the plug-and-play power unit in the Chevy, it could be a savior for the enthusiast community in the future, but I still struggle with the idea of supplanting the sanguine serenity of circuited cells in place of the fearsome earth juice sucking cold spewing ear splitting old school angry V8s in muscle car genre motors that so totally comprehensively and irrevocably identify with the ravenous internal combustion engine. It just doesn't seem right. Of course, it might only take a quick drive in that sensational lithium stand to change minds. And if you're balking at the suggestion of getting oral pleasure from a canned and synthesized V8 orchestra emanating from the speakers, know that a lot of modern performance cars already enhance the driving experience by piping artificial engine noises through your stereo. Of course, there's more to it than that. It's the pulsating tremble of a powerful car at idle, the heat 
emanating from the business end and of course the way we humans are able to process all the tactile and oral sensations transmitted by a car and then convert them to speed cornering g's or just plain tire smoke at this point i can't fathom how I would even judge doing a burnout on the Mustang Lithium without resorting to aid from the line lock system that's most probably installed on it. I suppose these two cars present an unlocking of potential possibilities and obviously that is a tug of the wheel in the right direction as we are inevitably compelled to take the slip road to salvation on Electric Avenue and I guess we car enthusiasts should rejoice really. Uh, Yay, then. So why can't I shake the sense that the car guy within me is holding a razor just above his ulnar artery and staring intently with vain hope into the distant desolation of a virtual vanishing point? A good car feels like it's alive when you start it up, like it's breathing and beating, like it's communicating with you and sensing your mood, like it's responding to your input and you to its. We connect with it in ways unlike any other man-made object. Hence, there are cars and coffee get-togethers, not fridges and fizzy pops fraternizing or microwave and Mac meats. To connect to an EV without plugging it into my sockets? Ooh, or, uh, I need to feel something from an electric car. A shiver, a quiver, a spark of an engagement. Some frism of anticipation when the ready light comes on. Do that and you might just might have a convert. Meanwhile, excuse me, I just need to go put up a picture on the wall. It's of the Ring Brothers 1969 Ford Mustang Mach 1 Uncle Edition, that's U-N-K-L, with a Case Boss 520 cubic inch V8 putting out 700 horsepower through a Tremec six-speed and growling out of a Flowmaster exhaust. And that was also shown at SEMA. That's more like it. The specs alone are speaking to me in such filthy undertones that I can't dare to commit to this podcast. The response is being manifested by my body right now. I think I'd better excuse myself.